Hello and welcome everybody to our first podcast brought to you by Hammer Resonances. My name is Brian Kelly and very excited to be starting this out here today. With this podcast, our goal is to really spread the word about important topics in the disability field and, and really getting down to how they directly impact us. So often we hear about changes, but rarely we hear about how they're going to directly impact us. Along with the topical and hopefully helpful information, we'll always make time for a little fun along the way. Those of you that know me, that's the only way I really know how to do things. So we'll have a good time, hopefully bring some good information to you. You know, we live in a world right now of acronyms, misinformation, and often frustrating changes. I've noticed that in this field, sometimes we're not the best at explaining the why and the how in terms that everyone understands. So that's a, another big reason we wanted to start this to hopefully help bridge that gap. Over the last two years, I've been in charge of meeting with new families who are interested in being supported by Hammer Residences. It's given me a lot of perspective on the learning curve for people who are entering this crazy world of disability services. Some of the best staff members in this field, Hammer and outside of Hammer, fall into work mode when we're working with new families. We say things like DSP instead of direct support professional or something like, hey, this site has two APMs instead of two assistant program managers. That's a frustrating and sometimes intimidating thing for families to try to decode. You know, They don't want to be trying to decode acronyms when they're just trying to find a loving, supportive place for their loved one to be at. We can all be better, and that's kind of the intent of, of this podcast is, again, bridging that gap and, um, and all becoming one here, getting on the same side of the rope if uh, I can digress into a little coach speak. I've gotten asked a few times about who my target audience is going to be for this podcast. The answer is simple, anyone and everyone, whether you're someone who we support at Hammer, a staff member, a family member, or just an interested community member, we want to reach you hopefully help. And like I said earlier, have a little fun along the way while we're at it. That's what it's all about. Keeping a smile on our face, keep plowing forward through this ever-changing world. On each episode, I'll have a featured topic. Sometimes I'll even bring a guest to help out. You don't want to hear me talk the whole time. A couple of uh, examples of what we'll be doing is one topic is going to be tips and tricks to navigate searching for housing. I work with families all the time, so this will be my topic that I'll cover. Probably one of the first ones that we'll, that we'll reach out with a a targeted topic. We'll go through some tips and tricks for for how to find group home placement, uh, apartment placement, things like that. It's a very difficult landscape to to battle through, so we'll hopefully help out a little bit there. We'll talk a little bit about training. Why do we have so much training? What are the implications of, of not getting it done? How does this impact people we serve in our programs? The hardships about it and how the training department is continuing to adapt to, uh, to fit those high demands into our lives. We'll talk a little bit about Hammer Travel on another podcast. We'll have Tom Ryan on. We'll talk about the beautiful story about how Hammer Travel started. Not a lot of people know that. We'll talk about different ways to fund a trip, the benefits of travel, and just how to reach more people with that great department. That's just a brief overview of some of the topics we have. I'm looking forward to, uh, to diving down even more and, and getting a few more topics on the table. Um, so often we talk about what's wrong and, and what's not working. Another reason for this podcast is, is to talk about a lot of the positive. There's so many small victories that happen every day. I'll share some sort of small victory or a big win um, every week. I'll, I'll just kick things off. It'll be my, my small victory I'll share for, for this podcast. And my, my small victory the last week was the Hammer Family Picnic. I brought my wife and kids. It's always one of my favorite days of the year. Seeing them interact with the people we serve that I've known for, for over eight years, playing beanbag toss with my five-year-old son 
And just hanging out with the people we serve on a beautiful day was definitely the, the small victory of my week. So we'll, we'll make sure we, we touch on a lot of different areas with that small victory, that, that big win. It could be something different each week. We'll make sure we talk about that and highlight something really, really nice each week. Most of these podcasts are going to be pretty brief. We're hoping for about five to seven minutes. Keep it short for you. We'd like to send it out on a weekly basis. So with that being said, I'll be signing off here. Until next time, keep fighting the good fight. Keep smiling. And go win today. Thanks, everybody. Great. Hello and welcome, everybody, back to the Hammer Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Brian Kelly. Today, I am joined with our director of nursing, Brandon Eddy. Brandon and I met seven years ago through a mutual friend playing, uh, playing on a rec softball team. Uh, there coincidentally happened to be a, an opening for a Hammer nurse. And, you know, we, uh, we gave Brandon the good word about Hammer residences. He applied and seven years later, he's our director of nursing. So a, a big welcome to Brandon. Uh, Brandon, the first question I'd ask for you, um, you know, of you would be, are you a better nurse or softball player? First off, thanks for having me. Uh, on here today, excited for it. Uh, hands down, uh, much better nurse. All right, I was hoping that was the answer. Yeah, hoping that was the answer. Nice. <laughs> no, we had our good times on the softball field. Uh, great relationship formed. A uh, couple Hammer employees on that team, so so we're very happy to have Brandon here. It's always fun to work with a work with a friend towards that same common goal of of supporting the people we serve here at Hammer Residences. Um, so what we're gonna do? We're gonna get into a little bit of the topics surrounding nursing. Um, you know, in the disability field and at Hammer specifically. So first of all, I'd like to talk a little bit about what the role of, of a Hammer nurse is and the role that Hammer nurses play in the lives of people we serve. So Brandon, if you could talk a little bit about that just to give a general overview, that would be great. Absolutely. So in our field, there is minimum requirements that providers have to give uh, that require a certain level of nursing. At Hammer, we've decided that we want the nursing department and nurses to play a larger role in the lives of the individuals we support. We are always available to have conversations with our individuals and with staff and family members regarding their health. So at the end of the day, our job is to advocate for our individuals, for their mental and physical, emotional help. And that, that's outstanding. A lot of things that we, that we really try to do on this podcast, one of the goals of this podcast is to talk about the why and what does that mean. So often in the disability field, we hear acronyms, we hear all sorts of stuff, and we don't really get down to the why. Um, can you tell me a little bit, Brandon, about, you know, a little bit deeper with the why of the hammer nurses? Why don't we just go to a regular doctor and, and do it that way? What's, what's really the big why to, to your services here at Hammer? Absolutely. Why do we have ever nurses? Because we want to make sure that our individuals receive the highest level of care that we can provide. Um, we constantly look at the nursing department and say, how can we become more involved with the individual's lives to the point where instead of an individual going to a doctor's office and seeing a nurse they've never seen before or seeing a doctor they've never seen before, a lot of these individuals have uh, fears and phobias around doctor's offices and the white coats and that kind of stuff. When they have a relationship with a nurse that has been built up over time and has become more of a friendship than anything else, they're able to open up to us more about 
uh, issues and medical uh, issues that they uh, come across. Also, uh, for our nonverbal individuals, we get to develop what's called their baseline. The baseline is kind of how you feel on a normal day. We're, we understand what that is, and we can tell when our individuals uh, move away from their baseline. And that relationship, that nurse-individual, nurse-DSP relationship has really been a cornerstone of uh, hammer values for many years. And so what I'm hearing, Brandon, I mean, it's all about relationships. And that's really the way we do our programming, the way we do our nursing. That, that's really what it's all about. So that's what I was really drilling down and, and trying to get to. It's all about those relationships um, and not just seeing a, a random doctor or nurse here and there. Uh, one of my favorite things about working at Hammer Residences is when I'm at the central office, um, a lot of times the nurses are not there. Um, what are they doing, Brandon? Why aren't they at the office, man? Are they all golfing or what? <laughs> yeah, no, we have so much, you know, free time to run around and do whatever <laughs> we need to. So, no, um, you know, as our individuals age, and, you know, I kind of laugh when I say that because we were obviously everyone's getting older every day, but uh, we took in a lot of individuals uh, in the 80s uh, when the institutions uh, dissolved. And those individuals now are in their late 40s, 50s, and 60s and are having more increased medical needs. And our nurses uh, are out in the homes uh, as often as they need to be. Uh, one of our nurses, Brandy, she's in the homes about 35 hours of her 40-hour week. She just comes in here into the office to print some stuff off and give you a hard time, Brian. Yeah, that's pretty much the, pretty much the game plan. But it's just great to see that the hammer nurses out in the homes actually making a difference, building those relationships. Um, say what, one thing we'll, we'll kind of move on and uh, talk about. Well, Brandon had one more thing you want to share about that. The other piece that's really nice about the nurses being in the homes more is that the DSPs and the managers, uh, excuse me, direct support professionals, the program managers and the assistant program managers, when they see us in the homes, they feel... Uh, more open and can be more honest with us about communication because they know us because we're part of their team. Absolutely. Just building a relationship with not only the people we serve, but the staff as well. That's huge. Um, so, so one other thing I wanted to talk a little bit about was um, how this nursing is paid for. Does money just fall out of the sky? Is it paid? How, how's this paid for, Brandon? Can you talk a little bit about that? Absolutely. About three years ago, we were getting... Uh, a minimum amount of money for nursing the, through the few different services that we provide. However, um, the writing was on the wall that we needed the nurses to become more sustainable. So myself and the old uh, chief program officer worked with the state of Minnesota to develop uh, skilled nursing visits that we can bill for. So now at Hammer Residence, our nurses uh, complete skilled nursing visits and we're able to actually bill uh, the waiver uh, for that time, and that helps supplement the cost of the hammer nurses. Up until three years ago, the majority of that money uh, was coming from fundraise dollars and other sources of income. And, and that's just a further example of, once again, you're going to get sick of me saying it, relationship building. We had to relationship build with the state. Brandon spearheaded that, that project and actually came up with a list of, of skilled nursing that is able to be billed for in, in our county, which was very cool. Um, then we had to build relationships with the case managers and give them the heads up that, hey, on their funding paperwork this year, there's going to be a small amount billed for 
um, for nursing. And, and we got buy-in from the families, the people we serve, the case managers, and that was just so important. So our nursing department is set up to be sustainable for, for years to come now, which we're really happy about. And the piece that the state really understood and the case managers really understand is that by having nurses in the homes and having nurses on that front line, boots on the ground with the direct support professionals, we are able to actually decrease the amount of urgent care visits that our individuals have and the amount of emergency room visits that they have. Uh, We're able to keep them in their homes longer by uh, triaging, various uh, illnesses that come up uh, versus just everyone taking people to the urgent cares like it kind of was back in the day. So thanks so much for sharing about that, Brandon. Um, as always, we want to keep these podcasts you know, not super long, so we'll wrap up. One thing I always like to wrap up with is, is a small victory. Um, I'll usually share something, a small victory that I noticed at Hammer of the Week, but since we have Brandon with us today, um, our small victory could even borderline on a, on, a, on a really huge victory. It's a little bit about something called dose flip. So Brandon's going to talk briefly a little bit about what dose flip is and how we've rolled out an extended pilot at Hammer and some of the great impacts that are taking place. Well, Brian, I could talk about this all day. But <laughs> as you said, we want to keep this short and sweet. So Hammer is partnered with a company called Dose Health, and they have an electronic MediSet called the Dose Flip. And this device allows hammer nurses to come into the homes they fill the device and then the meds are given to the individuals from that machine this is an electronic machine there's a lot of data that comes from it and at the end of the day and my favorite part about it is uh, at one of our houses that we had our trial uh, i found out from the staff that it was taking them about three hours a day to pass medications mm. to the individuals there so for three hours staff just focused on punching pills out of a bubble pack now the staff say it takes about a half hour a day and they're able to take those extra two and a half hours and focus more on activities of daily living for the individuals at that group home they're able to get them into the community more and we're seeing just more uh, face time from the employees to the individuals which for me is a huge win and I just it's my favorite part of the dose flip. Yeah that's that's probably my uh, favorite small victory in the short time of the uh, Hammer Conversations podcast so thanks so much for sharing that with me Brandon. Um, Thanks for being here with me today Brandon. Thanks to all you for listening. As we always say as we sign off, this is Brian Kelly from the Hammer Conversations podcast. Go win the day, everybody. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time.